My friends, hear the liberating word of the gospel of Jesus Christ that the Apostle Paul spoke into the hearts of those who had sought something less after hearing the good news. May we be reminded that there is only one good news. It is the saving grace of Jesus Christ. For he says, for you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit to a yoke of slavery. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. We have been set free through Jesus Christ by his shed blood. We are free forever. Tell it to the world. In him we are forgiven. Amen. It will anoint others far and wide. So listen to how God called that into being because what we're going to hear today is as fresh as the day it happened on Pentecost. Listen to God's word. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together, the disciples and the group that were with them, all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered. Because each of them heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own language, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But the others sneered and they said, ah, they're filled with new wine. But Peter, Peter standing with the eleven raised his voice and addressed them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose for it's nine o'clock in the morning and you all know the bars don't open until 10. (laughs) No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men dream dreams, even upon my slaves. Both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents, that is signs, in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood, fire, smoky mist, 
the sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hello. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> so my name is Kiki, and uh, the, past, the pastor tried to find me uh, because it means little worm, uh, little worm, sorry, little worm. <laughs> because when I was young, I looked like a worm. Yes. <laughs> when I was a baby. And my Thai name is Pak Prim Thilananta Somboon. Yeah, very different and long. And it means beautiful smile. Yes, <laughs> thank you. And also my current name is Chedi Tu. Chedi Tu. It it means uh, it is the name of my mom and dad together. So become me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hello. My name is Ply. My nickname Plies. My Thai name oh, oh, oh. is. I mean. oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I forget. Ply uh, is mean uh, the last, the end. Mm -hmm. And my Thai name is Jirapon. Jirapon is mean uh, beautiful jewelry. Jewelry, yes. And my current name is Pose. Pose is mean um, flower of wisdom. Thank you. Hello, my nickname is Kukik. Kukik is mean sweet. Yes. <laughs> my Thai name is Rachaya. Rachaya is mean queen. And my current name is Tolwibu. Tolwibu is mean a dove. Yes, thank you. Hello everyone. I am Chai. My nickname is Chai. Chai is mean uh, victory. Yeah, victory. And my Thai name is Supachai. Supachai is mean uh, wonderful victory. And my Korean name is Tashuge. Uh, Tashuge is mean is a uh, blessing. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> So, I want you to understand and get the idea that to be Karen is to be unique because Karen people are not Thai people. Ethnically, they are not Thai. They are Thai citizens, but they are not Thai. Ethnically, they are Karen people, right? That's why they have three names. One, their Karen name is what they're given at birth by their family, but they have to have a Thai name to be registered by the Thai government. So they have a Thai name. And then it's custom in this culture to have a nickname. And so they have a nickname, usually have to, having to do with some quality about them. I also have a nickname. So my, my formal name is Luann Holly. I go by Lou, that's my nickname. And I also have a Karen name. 
My Karen name is, and I'm going to ask Kiki to say it for you with the beautiful accent of the Karen people. <laughs> Paul Ewa. I am Paul Ewa, which means white flower that I love. So that's my nickname. Okay. We're going to start with a short film. This film introduces the Karen people to you. Um, to understand the Karen leadership development program, you have to understand the Karen people. They're a unique people group. So let's watch this film. I will be reading the subtitles for you. There are six major tribal groups that live in Northern Thailand. The Karen Hill Tribe is the largest of these groups. They are a disenfranchised people with a history of rooted poverty. Thousands of them live in remote, scattered, and difficult to reach villages. They're physically isolated. Misperception and advocacy further separate them from the Thai culture. And this is how we fun, have fun in the Karen village. I love that kid. Our students come from many different provinces and villages throughout Northern Thailand. And their families are typically uneducated and they work as agricultural day laborers, often living off the land way, way far from the city. Most villages don't have schools, so students are sent away, sometimes as young as four or five, to attend school in another larger village, so not in their home. And they only see their families during the school break times. It's rugged beauty. Karen youth lack opportunity and they come from a substandard education and they struggle with the Thai language. And they find city attitudes that have a general disrespect or a prejudice for mountain people. This is a backstrap bloom there that you saw. These issues increase feelings of insecurity and shyness and it makes it difficult for them to integrate into the culture of the city. Village life is a simple life. You work very hard so you can eat day to day. Our clothes are made by this kind of a loom, all of us, what we're wearing today. Spiritually, they may have attended a Christian church all their lives. 30% of the Karen are Christian. But they lack any real understanding of the gospel, and they often follow a culture of rules, religious rules. The KLDP is in a special position because our students are very open to learning about their faith 
a faith they don't know much about, and they're hungry to learn the good news of the gospel. Most of our students have had little to no experience thinking through cause and effect and beyond the day-to-day -day struggles that they have in their homes. And their critical thinking skills have been held back by lack of exposure. And these are the problems that makes the KLDP have to be a special place because they're special kids with special needs for our students to learn and to grow, making the most of their university years. The KLDP is holistic hope for the future of the Karen. And here we are. That's the KLDP right now. 11 of us, 11 students. Thank you. We're going to start with a folk song having to do with Karen life, and Kiki's going to introduce her instrument and the song. Yes, for uh, this instrument is Karen, local instrument. Uh, we call Tenaku or Karen harp, and it's made from one wood. Or piece, only one, only one piece, and have to be like a curved wood. We have to find like that, and then uh, the string, about like six to twelve or thirteen, depends on uh, who play, want to play, and uh, we also use tenaku uh, or karen harp to uh, uh, sing with the poem, karen poem and tell the story about culture, about life, about nature, about the creation. We call it the current, the current love creation. And also, uh, we, the old people, when they play, it's like they tell story to the kid, uh, teaching them through the song. And also for the young man, they will use it for flirting the girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, our song today uh, is, uh, we call Do Lele Ole. Uh -huh. It means thinking of. So, do lele ole. Actually, I would like everyone to sing together with me. It's not a difficult song, it's just very easy. And I would like to tell the meaning of this song. We will sing like a verse, like a poem, one verse, two verse, four verse, and have like chorus. Uh, the chorus is just do lele ole, or mean thinking of. Uh, the first word is about brother and sister. This world is not stable, so we need to be stand firm. My grandpa, my grandmom, they have a chicken, and the chicken eat rice, and the, the rice looks so yellow, and the eagle want to eat the chicken. <laughs> and Karen girl wear a uh, Karen dress, Karen boy cut the bamboo, and wear the red shirt. Also, the father make the bamboo from the, uh, the baskets from the bamboo. And thinking of my family, Thinking of my village, thinking of uh, my current ancestor, that when you, he will come back, it is the meaning of this song. So I would like to. Okay, can you sing after me? Do lele ole, do lele ole ole, 
Thank you. We will sing together. Okay. Got them moving all over the stage up here this morning. <laughs> so um, the Karen people are very connected to the village and village life, which is a life that's connected to the earth, you know. And the first gospel to the Karen was, of course, creation. And in the early years of the Karen, um, before they came to know Christ in the early mythology, they were a sacrificing people who sacrificed for their sins yearly. 
And in their storytelling, as Kiki was sharing, as they tell story, they were waiting for the gospel to come. They didn't call it the gospel, but they were waiting for the white man who would come with the story of the last sacrifice. That man that God sent to the Koran, he sent that man to Burma. That was Adoniram Judson, missionary to Burma, who came and shared about Jesus Christ as a last sacrifice and who believed the Karen people easily, easily believed and gave their hearts to Jesus through this testimony through Adoniram Judson. So now you're going to see a dance that uh, tells about the folk life or the village life of the Karen people. This is a good news from Chiang Mai, Thailand. <laughs> For the Karen people, we are the largest tribe of Thailand, huge tribe of Thailand. We live in the remote place in the northern parts of Thailand. So uh, to get the better life, so we need to have a higher education to get a better higher education. And to get, to get that, we need to come to the city or a larger village that has school. So to come to the city is very difficult, difficult for us to adjust. We have different language with Thai, we have different culture and different value. People sometimes look down on us because we are the huge tribe, we're poor, uh, we don't have education, and they think that we are dirty. When I was in university, I have seen many of uh, my current friends struggle with the city life because they could not adjust, they can't study, they have self-esteem problems, they lost their faith, they lost their own identity, the current identity, they lost their life. Uh, one of my close friends, uh, he cannot finish his school and he also got accident. <laughs> so that make his pass away. So it is sad for me to see many kind of, uh, many friends that have uh, this problem and it's very struggle me and it's also painful for me to watch uh, this thing happen to my own people uh, because their goal is to come to the city to have a better life but they cannot uh, succeed and at the time I could not do anything because I feel like <laughs> I, I cannot do anything but I think this this is the thing that God showed me that uh, he really spoke to me about this problem these people that uh, I love and I am the Quran and this young people and I and my friend after we finished uh, the school we think that we should have some place or some community that can help our Quran young people to come to the city so we start the Quran leadership development program to help the Quran young next generation to prepare their life during university so we are the intentional community. So uh, we live together, we learn together, we adjust together in the city, we grow up together. We try to, to develop ourselves in emotionally, intellectually, and physically, also the spiritually. And also we hope that we, the current young people, can thrive in the city, but still maintain our current identity. And we believe that through all the program during university, 
uh, we will become the servant of God. We will, uh, we will helping others. And in the future, when we finish, we would like to do what God wants us to do in the future according His calling. So this is the program of the KLDP that I would like to share. It is very amazing good news. Thank you. So I met Kiki uh, as a student. Kiki has a bachelor's in mass communication, and when I met her, she was getting her Master of Divinity at seminary, actually at a Presbyterian seminary in Chiang Mai. And I was her teacher. At that time, they were putting together the Korean Leadership Development Program, and they asked if I would come alongside and advise, mentor, teach, and that's what I've been doing since the, since the KLDP started. I wish you could hear from everybody. We don't have that kind of time. But we have asked Chai to come up, Chai, and he will share his brief testimony of what his life, how his life has changed as a result of being part of the KLDP program. Thanks, Chai. Hello, everyone. This is my good news from Chiang Mai. I was born in Korean Christian family. I lived in village far from the city. I did not have a warm family. My father did not care for us well. My mother was good example to me. I learned from her how to love God and how to worship God. When I was nine years old, my mother committed suicide. I'm sorry. This changed everything. Six months later, my father had a new wife and new family. I lived with my grandmother until she could not support me. When I was 13, I went to an orphanage to live. At orphanage, I worked very hard. I worked in field planting rice, corn, and potato. I also took care of animals, pig, fish, and chicken. In the summer and vacation, I also worked construction. At orphanage, I grew up physically, but my spiritual and my emotional life did not grow. When I came to KLDP, the first year was very hard for me. I had many problems. At the university, my classmates looked down on me because I am from the mountain. It was difficult to ask uh, for, for help. I did not know how to live in community. At the KLDP, I found a warm family. I learned that I have values. At the KLDP, we accept one another. The KLDP showed me the example 
of server leadership. I thought that I had a heart of server leader. At the KLDP, I learned how to control my emotion because other people give me their life, their time, and their love, and also God give me. I have learned how to give to each other. I also learned how to be a gentleman. I have a dream to one day have my own ministry and office. Now I prepare for that. I plan to go to seminary so that I have the right education to lead my ministry. I am excited and I am confident in God from my future. Thank you, you so much. God bless you. So as you heard from Chai, this is one story of many stories. All as powerful, to be honest. It's hard to believe that, but it's true. And it's a beautiful thing to watch a freshman come to the Karen Leadership Development Program from the mountain, very, very naive, very vulnerable, and take on university in a big city. Chiang Mai is a big city. And do so successfully through um, community life and all the other things that this community does to support each other so that they can succeed not only through their degree but as people, as young adults, to make it in the world after they leave the KLDP. I hope during lunch you'll talk to the rest of um, our uh, friends about their own story because they can tell you their own story. We will sing today is only Jesus. We will sing in Karen and the meaning of the song is I confess to God I am a sinner I am a weak person Lord do whatever you want to do everything in this world can save me only the Messiah can give me life. Only Jesus' blood can clean me. Only Jesus' blood can heal me. Only Jesus' blood can save me from sin. Now I have life because His holy blood.
Prayer of the Quran. Mm -hmm. So, as, as you know, the Quran, 30% is Christian, and even we live in the remote, or we even we have to uh, face with suffering, but uh, we always pray that we are, uh, we, how, how, how that we can have peace in God, how that we can grow up with God in, his, in our faith. So, this is the, 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 uh, this is the song that uh, is a prayer song that we pray to God and ask God for uh, helping us and ask uh, for to that we can stay and maintain the faith in Him. Yes.
My friends, in those moments, in those hours, those days, those middle of the night moments where we feel so helpless, may we remember then and always, we go nowhere by accident. Where we go, God is sending us. Where we are, our Lord has a purpose in our being there. Because Jesus Christ indwells us, he has something he wants to do through us and to us for his purpose and glory. May we believe it and therefore go in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the communion and the fellowship and the equipping power of God's Holy Spirit every single step of the way. Amen.